0: It's Tuesday, the 21st of February, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories in five minutes. Let's jump into it. Story number one is a big one. The federal government is pushing for an overhaul of how superannuation funds are invested, saying it should be better used for nation building projects.
1: Yes, the $3.3 trillion pot of money is just too tempting for the politicians to keep their hands off. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the super system should focus on providing dignified retirement income in an equitable and sustainable way under the government's proposal the objective of superannuation would be legislatively enshrined to achieve those goals effectively the proposed legislation which is open for consultation will help investment by funds in projects that boost things like housing supply manage climate change and spur digital transformation all this sounds good But really, it comes down to financial returns, first returns for the good of society. Is there a difference? Can you do both? Well, you can. There are plenty of studies around that says looking after the environment, society, and good governance results in better financial returns. But that's not a laydown misere. Anyone who invested in coal companies last year probably did better than those who invested in clean energy, for example. And also, plenty of fund trustees. They're the people that really are responsible for your money in your super fund point out that their duty is financial, not social. If you do believe social returns are important, many fund managers already have options for that. The critics are already worried that the government is talking about taking away some choice in super. And remember, annuation is our money, not The governments. Anyway, it's got a fair way to play that one, but it's a big, big story. Yeah, it sure is. Sean, story number two today. Is it
0: possible that the housing market might be finding a bottom? High-profile real estate agent John McGrath thinks so, and core logic figures for the weekend do show high clearance rates.
1: Look, we don't want to be grasping at straws or anything, but... It isn't really a surprise to hear a real estate agent talk up the housing market, but McGrath runs an ASX-listed company, so he's unlikely to be too off point. Yesterday, he forecast that house prices are beginning to stabilise and will rise again next year, at least in Sydney. Now, over the weekend, the Sydney clearance rate hit 78%. There are less houses on the market. Obviously, that helps, but the withdrawal rate of houses from auction was lower on the weekend and 78% is very, very high. CoreLogic's Tim Lawless says that there's a stabilising trend on CoreLogic's daily home index for Sydney. In Melbourne, the clearance rate was back up to 68%. Nationally, it was 71%. Just a note of warning, which comes from A.M.P.'s Shane Oliver. He has a very different view. Maybe the return of migration and fear of missing out is helping, but Oliver still isn't calling a turning point. He reckons prices have a ways to go.
0: Sean, story number three, I complained a lot when I was paying, what, $2.35 or so for diesel. And uh, so this story kind of irks me just a little bit. Ampol has posted a record annual pre-tax profit up nearly 250% and will issue a
1: bumper dividend to shareholders. Very good news for those shareholders. Maybe not for us paying more than $2 a litre at the petrol bowser. Anyway, oil refining, which a couple of years ago was so worthless that the government underwrote the sector on the basis of national security, is now a booming business. And that underpinned Ampol's result. The recovery in global demand and sanctions on Russia also contributed indirectly to the bottom line. Ampol is the country's largest provider of petrol, diesel, and aviation fuel. Its share price ended up nearly 2% yesterday.
0: Sean, story number four, Facebook parent company Meta Platforms is launching a subscription service called Meta Verified that will include additional perks and features, including
1: account verification badges for those who pay. Yes, the new subscription will cost just a touch under twelve US dollars a month. It's primarily targeted towards content creators. In addition to a verification badge, the subscription includes proactive account protection, access to account support, and increased visibility and reach. Now, the option will be available on both Facebook and Instagram, but they'll be separate subscriptions. These subscription offerings, Michael, have become popular for social networking companies in recent years as a way to diversify revenue streams. At the moment, they're very, very reliant on advertising. Snap has an offering called Snapchat Plus. Twitter is also pushing a subscription offering right now. Interestingly, in that case, account verification is a major selling point as well.
0: Sean, story number five, and I don't know if I would quite describe this as the ultimate flying nightmare, but for some people, it's probably pretty close. In September last year, Air New Zealand started flying direct to New York, and on Thursday last week, flight NZ2 was on the way east and almost at Hawaii when it turned around and flew back to Auckland.
1: Yeah, effectively, it was a 16-hour flight to nowhere. Now, it was due to land at JFK International Airport, but that facility experienced a power outage in one of the terminals, Terminal 1. About 135 flights were affected, including the Air New Zealand Boeing 787 jet, which was almost halfway into its 14,000-kilometer journey. So it was diverted back to New Zealand. No idea whether they didn't go to Waikiki or LA or somewhere. Anyway, 16 hours, and you're getting off exactly where you started. (laughs) That is a bit of a bummer.
0: There we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Tuesday, the 21st of February, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day.